Okay, so yesterday I just gave a quick review of All Hallows Tide. This is what I wanted to kind of start with today in case you missed it yesterday. Just a few minute recap. We're entering into a very holy time in the next three, well, actually it's been uh, starting last night on the vigil, but the time that we're entering into now in the church is called All Hallows Tide. It involves parts of three days. Now, today, we celebrate All Saints Day. And somebody might say, well, Father, we celebrate the saints throughout the year. Yes, canonized saints that have feast days. We celebrate St. Faustina on October 5th. We celebrate Thomas Aquinas on January 28th. We celebrate many different saints many times of the year. However, there are many saints in heaven who don't have feast days that aren't canonized by the church. Maybe your relatives are mine, and this day is for them, for all the other saints that are in heaven. Now, tomorrow, the Feast of All Souls Day will be dedicated to those who have not quite yet made heaven, and so they are in purgatory, being purified or detached. So basically, you have tomorrow, November 2nd, All Souls Day for those souls in purgatory. You have today, which is November 1st, a holy day of obligation, again, because it fell on a Monday this year, going to Mass, the requirement has been abrogated, but it still is something we have to keep in our hearts today. That's November 1st today, All Saints Day. And then last night, if you heard my homily yesterday, is a vigil called Halloween, All Hallows, saints are holy, hallowed means holy, All Hallows Eve, which has been a saint tradition or a church tradition for 1,300 years. Um, my point yesterday was not to let uh, the evil take that day away. So we are in what's called All Hallows time. So let's talk about today. Now, as I mentioned, today's a day of obligation. But again, the requirement to go to Mass has been abrogated, as I said, because it's Monday. What are the days of obligation in the church? We need to know these. All right, you got January 1st, Mary, the mother of God. What's the next holy day of obligation? The Ascension, which is, varies in the days because it's always the sixth Thursday after Easter. So we have the Ascension is a holy day of obligation, the sixth Thursday after Easter. Then we have what's special to us Marians, August the 15th, the Assumption of Mary. Then we have December 8th, which is the Immaculate Conception. Then we have December 25th, which is Christmas. Now, no matter what day of the week those fall on, they are a holy day of obligation. Now, what am I forgetting? What holy day or days of obligation am I not mentioned here and you won't find on any list? Every Sunday, every single Sunday is a holy day of obligation. So let's not forget that. Now, <clears throat> saints, all saints and all souls day are celebrated even if they fall on a Sunday. That's how important this day is today. It's a Monday, but even if it would have fallen on a Sunday, we would still celebrate it, which is other than feasts of our Lord doesn't usually happen. This is how important it is. So the concept of All Saints Day is connected, obviously, to the, commun the doctrine of the communion of saints. You all know this, but it's so important that we utilize it. We have the church triumphant. Those are the souls in heaven. That's who we honor today. We have the church suffering. 
the souls in purgatory. That's who we honor tomorrow. And we are the church militant. Now, here's what's interesting. Saints can't hear us because they are dead. That's a common objective or objection that we hear. No, that's not true. They're very much alive. Who did Jesus speak to on Mount Tabor? He spoke to Moses. Moses had long died, and he spoke to Moses. Um, there's a difference about Elijah because, you know, he didn't die, but you get the point. Now, it's true. The saints are not divine. Well, they're not God in essence, so they're not omnip omnipresent or omnipotent. They're not fully like our Lord, and we do not worship them. Well, then why pray to them, Father? If you've heard my other talks, this is so misunderstood. To pray to doesn't mean to worship necessarily. In the old language, to pray to means to ask. And we use the example of the courts. In our own country, in the United States, courts used to use the language that the defendant prays that the court overturn this charge. It doesn't mean to worship. He's not worshiping the court. So this is the thing that people don't realize. Because of their close communion with Jesus, they can help us, all right? Our prayers are joined with theirs in communion with Jesus. It's the misconception that it's just about me and Jesus. As I said yesterday, yes, it's about me and Jesus, but it's about me and Jesus and all of you. And that's the point yesterday that I wanted to make. Now, <clears throat> as we said here before, All Saints Day um, is very important. Now, it's, it's been kind of lost in our tradition. Um, you know, I mentioned yesterday also as well that the Protestants have banned um, All Saints Day, All Souls Day because of its connection to purgatory. And the Irish immigrants uh, brought it back. And this is what's very, I think, most important. Uh, saints, though, are still misunderstood, not just purgatory, but saints in heaven. Um, you can use the good example of a great scholar, a great author, a great athlete. Why do we follow them? Why do we follow? Why does any parent want their child to emulate a great author if they're a writer or a great football player, if they're a great they're, if they're a football player, because they want an example. You know, the saints are living proof <clears throat> that we can do this, that we can be examples, that we can be disciples of Jesus. Um, I delayed my vocation for years, not thinking it would be at all ever possible that I could live a celibate life. It was just not possible. There's no way I could crawl into that bed the rest of my life by myself. Too much did I feel that connection to female companionship that I just did not see myself ever, ever being able to do that. If there had never been a saint before me that had given the example that it can be done, I probably would never have done this. I never would have become a priest. What was able to help me understand that this can be done was the saints and Father Dan Cambra, <laughs> because he pointed out the living example of the saints, St. Augustine. St. Augustine, Lord, make me chase, just not yet. 
And what happened? He became chaste. Look at all of the saints that had miraculous conversions that set examples for us of who we can be. So let us not spurn the saints. They are good examples. They show me how we can do it. They show you how we can do it. Now, God can act through them. They don't replace God. God acts through secondary agents like people, saints, but also objects. God can act through whatever he wants. What about a relic? People don't understand the relics of the saints. Today's a beautiful day for the saints. We should have our relics. We have our relics of St. Faustina. We have our relics of St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. You can come here. John Paul II. We have our relics of John Paul II. And so these are important. Now, what is the church teaching? Well, the church actually teaches that a man came back to life when he touched the bones of Elisha. This is 2 Kings 13. God performed a cure through Peter's shadow. This is Acts verse 5, chapter, or, uh, chapter 5, verse 15. God also cured for, through Pete, uh, Paul's, I think it was, Paul's handkerchief in Acts 19. They don't perform the miracles themselves. God does. But it's through things that God does the miracles. And one of the biggest is the saints. We don't understand sometimes, and many theologians have said that the saints in heaven can be such very powerful um, intercessors, but you know, let's not put them on the level of God. We do know that they do not have universal access to your thoughts. Can a saint read your mind? No. The saint does not have universal access to your thoughts. So, any knowledge they gain is received from God. Only what God allows them to know, or God who makes them aware of your requests. So intercession is with God, through God, in God. You know, we can get a saint to intercede for a departed loved one. Now here's the thing. You can pray and ask them. Again, to pray doesn't mean to worship, it means to ask so when you make your request known, then the saint can act. This is powerful because why pray, Father? Heaven knows what I need because you're now allowing your intention to be given to the saint to intercede for you. Now I should pray, for instance, the Saint Jude, who's a saint of impossible causes for something that I just feel will never happen. You can pray to Saint Faustina for more trust. So you have a duty not only to pray for the holy souls in purgatory, which we do tomorrow especially, but to also ask the saints today to intercede for the holy souls. Did you know that? Many times people will pray directly for the holy souls. I've offered this rosary for the holy souls. But do you pray to the saints to also help the holy souls? As this is powerful. Saints can't help poor souls without our request to intercede for them. This is something Father McNamara talked a lot about, and I read his work, and I really liked it. It's got the full imprimatur. And he said the saints cannot help the holy souls in purgatory. If they could, they would empty purgatory. The only way the saints can help the holy souls in purgatory is when you ask the saints to help the holy souls in purgatory. And seeing that the saints can do a lot better job than I can, I'll pray right to the saints for those holy souls in purgatory. Because without our request, the saints can't intercede for them. Again, they would empty purgatory if they, 
if they had that power. So Aquinas, to finish, says that saints have the power to intercede, but they cannot do things to help gain satisfaction for the souls, such as offering suffrages. That is up to us. These next three days are all connected, or these current three days of all hallowtide. So, ask the saints to pray for the souls that you loved, the souls that have departed, and then do your part by offering suffrages. What are suffrages? Masses, prayers, acts of piety, all those that you offer for the repose of a soul. And so, let's not miss this opportunity for the beauty of our church and the grace is given to us. You know, intercession is biblical. St. Paul talks about intercession, the importance of intercession. So don't be afraid to utilize the saints, which are a gift from God. And as we said earlier, <clears throat> the saints now can be ones that you knew. Saints that are in heaven now that aren't canonized, but were your grandma, your grandpa, your mother, your father, even if you're not sure, pray for them. Because if they're not in purgatory and they've now entered into heaven, your prayers for them aren't wasted. They'll be given to somebody else. So in this communion of saints, we have a beautiful gift of our faith. We have something today that we've been given by God as a gift. Let's not waste it. Let's take advantage in a good way of this gift and ask the saints to help us to intercede also for the holy souls in purgatory, and most of all, to glorify God. All of that will be answered, or at least a special grace given on this day, because this is what this day is dedicated to. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.